Taking care of patients and their families at the bedside is a rewarding experience. The connection that develops between a healthcare professional and the family can be very strong and can be a source of hope for families who are facing difficult times. There is no profession in which this is more true than nursing. At some point, many pediatric leaders are faced with a decision to step away from direct patient care and to spend more time in their leadership role. Doing so can create a mix of conflicting emotions. This is a Cook Children's Podcast. Welcome to Pediatric Leadership, the new medicine with Dr. Justin Smith, helping physicians become innovators in medicine. Now, here's Dr. Justin Smith. Cheryl Peterson has had an amazing career in the nursing field. She came to Cook Children's with the plan to help start the pediatric intensive care service. She has held many nursing leadership positions at Cook Children's and currently serves as the chief nursing officer. Cheryl, thank you so much for coming on today. So tell me a little bit about um, what those early days were like when the ICU was just starting out and you were kind of new to the system and trying to navigate what was, I'm sure, a very complex transition for the system. So the pediatric intensive care unit was much smaller than it is today. The census, however, was pretty interesting. We had a highly variable census, fluctuating day to day, hour to hour, uh, which made it very challenging to provide adequate staffing. As a result, I found myself often uh, wearing scrubs and uh, pitching in and uh, performing patient care activities, which was certainly that I had and a skill set I possessed and a joy that I certainly had in care of critically ill children and their families. And do you feel like that, that sort of time when you were helping develop this, but you were still having to work frequently or at least sometimes in direct patient care, did that provide you maybe some credibility with the, the nurses that you were working with and trying to sort of lead? Or do you feel like it was difficult to straddle both fences and maybe sometimes they saw you more as a coworker? I think that it was a great opportunity to demonstrate credibility, especially since I joined Cook Children's um, from elsewhere. I didn't grow up within the system and people needed to understand who I was and what my style was like and my commitment to caring not only for children, but to care for the staff. And so days are nothing that I regret. I absolutely loved that. I loved the opportunity to meet team member at Cook Children's to understand the system so that I could develop a strategy to grow and strengthen um, the foundation that we had. Sure. And clearly, like, uh, working hard and, and learning to be a really excellent nurse, you know, prepares you for some of the leadership roles that you have taken on. But are there other things that you did outside of direct patient care that helped prepare you? I, I think you do have some degrees that maybe help you out as well. So one of the uh, opportunities that I took advantage of was to return for a master's degree in business administration. I decided early on that I um, needed to build a business sense uh, about me and to strengthen that academic knowledge um, that I needed to perform in a role like this. Um, back in the early 90s, when I did return to school, is when we probably didn't have a strong master's of nurse uh, scientist um, curriculum. It was heavy in research, and that wasn't what my passion was. So I chose a different avenue at the time. Now, I think 25 years later, those programs 
programs have evolved and grown, and there is a wonderful blend of business and research and evidence-based practice as well as leadership. And so I certainly applaud those programs and encourage others to explore those and how they might fit a personal style. But for me, my choice is one I'm very pleased with. And interestingly enough, the research that I was averse to, I now embrace so heavily because I see the need for development of evidence-based practice projects and nursing research. And that is such an element that we have grown so greatly here at Cook Children's for our nursing department that I'm proud to be a part of that. While we're on the subject, let's talk a little bit more about the nursing program at Cook Children's. Um, I know that you guys have received the um, Magnet Award um, for nursing. Tell me what that means and what goes into that process. We are so pleased to have received our third uh, redesignation as a magnet nursing organization. Um, the Medical Center achieved that redesignation um, in March of 2016, and it really demonstrates and validates for us the excellence uh, in nursing care and quality of care that we have at Cook Children's. So I think it is really important not only for our staff to celebrate that honor, but for our community to see that we were able to achieve that to maintain that recognition and for our physician partners to feel uh, that strength in nursing. One thing that I found is really interesting, kind of going back to your your comments about nursing education and sort of the development of programs. One of the, um, I think, most excited groups of people about this podcast regarding pediatric leadership has been uh, nurse practitioners, pediatric nurse practitioner schools. And the leadership in those organizations have really I guess, recognize that leadership training is important, maybe even above what our um, sort of medical schools are recognizing. I think we're all starting to get the idea that this is important, but um, I've gotten more than one email from uh, pediatric nurse practitioner program directors who have said they plan to incorporate some of the podcasts and some of the things that we've talked about into their curriculum for their leadership courses for next year. And I uh, that it surprised me, I guess, that I, they were even listening, you know, so it was really cool to, to get that. And I think it is something that the nurse practitioner and, and nursing community um, is starting to endorse why leadership is important training skill for their, their trainees to have. So over this time, you know, of sort of developing the ICU and continuing to work, and then, of course, you step, I don't, I don't know if you stepped completely out, but you went back and got some more training. How did you wrestle with, you know, sort of that idea of moving away from the direct patient care and more into a leadership role where you were maybe one step removed? Was that emotionally difficult or just how did you reconcile those, those feelings associated with that? So I think the wonderful opportunity that I had to be a director with responsibilities for uh, some strong clinical areas really helped reconcile that. I was really drawn away more from staffing into leadership responsibility as our organization grew and my responsibilities grew and my need to participate at a different level so I could advocate for my teams and for nursing became more important to help strategize with other leaders within the organization and where we were moving either committees or priorities. And so it really was essential rather than something that I wanted to have. I made the choice to move into a leadership opportunity. And so I really knew in my heart that at some point I would spend more or less time, I should say, clinically than um, than I could in the past. And I accepted that because I, um, as I do today, believe that 
I represent nurses and I love to go and spend time rounding back on the clinical areas to help understand what's going on. I carefully read policies, uh, clinical policies and procedures. So I have a sense of an understanding of that. I wouldn't be afraid to put my scrubs back on and and go shadow the team members to really remember what it's like to be a, a clinical bedside nurse, because I think it's important that I can represent all facets of nursing here at Cook Children's and really across the nation. Right. And I think one of the things that you've done, I think, which is really powerful is uh, developed ways to stay in touch with sort of what their day-to-day life is. So um, I believe like you sometimes sort of just, you know, show up, not necessarily unannounced, but show up on the wards and do spend some time sort of hearing from them. Tell me a little bit about how you built that (laughs) into your leadership style. Sure. I uh Leadership rounding uh, with the staff is very important. It is scheduled. Uh, It is something that I do routinely um, on the off shift and and during day shift and weekends, and it is unannounced. We just drop in and ask people how things are going and try to fit into their day and their moment in their day of how busy they are or what is a need? Is there there something that I can bridge and make a difference in? Is there something you need to share with us? Um, Tell us the good. Tell us what's not so good. Uh, We need to hear all sides of it because our employees deserve the connection with their leaders. So it's not just myself. It's really all of my peer group on the executive team. Uh, We value that and and our employees expect that of us. And so we want to meet their expectations. Have you developed strategies for making sure that you get honest feedback during those sessions? I just feel like sometimes Mm -hmm. when the leaders show up, sometimes, you know, everything's good and everything's fine and it's hard to really give true feedback. Is it the frequency that makes it easier? Is it something about the questions you ask? What do you feel like enables you to get honest feedback during those times? I think that it's all about the relationship. Uh, so you you kind of hit the nail on the head. How do you get honest feedback? And the first couple of times we round in an area, perhaps we don't really make that full connection and there isn't that trust that we really want to know what's going on. And so it's the repeat Uh, rounding that really resonates well to staff. And it's continuing to do that. So we can't decide that we've achieved the summit and just back off that. This will be our leadership life from here forward. We will need to be rounding consistently with staff. And there are times that it would require us to round even more. And those might be times when we have high census, high acuity, uh, significant events in the community that uh, would call us to go support staff. Um, Sending them food, make sure they have a meal today. They might not make it down to the restaurant to grab their food. So it's little things like that that really are big and impactful. And I think um, Cook Children's has a pretty good um, just overall culture of supporting one another and helping one another out. And certainly that uh, is across the board, including nurses, physicians, and even our other ancillary staff. So I think that is is a culture is a really big piece of sort of getting honest feedback and providing support. So it's awesome to hear your heart for it and for the nurses. Because I think nurses sometimes, because they um, are there working hard, they don't always have a voice in leadership. So it's good to hear someone like you who has a strong voice and who I think that's one of the things that you learn in leadership training and probably what you learn doing business school is, you know, it's a different language than medicine. And and that's what I've, I think, really learned a lot over the last year is how to engage with the business leadership of our institution, but still maintain that connection to the physician leadership so that I'm not becoming one of the businessmen, but I can at least speak their language enough to get initiatives through. And so I think that's something, sounds like something that you've really been gifted with and are exercising well for our staff. So thank you for that. Tell me a little bit about um, what you think is on the horizon for nursing and nursing leadership. 
One thing I'm particularly interested in is burnout, and you know that's a big topic. And and I, don't, I guess I don't know the data as well on nursing. What do you, what do you see as far as um, uh, burnout for nursing? Is that becoming an increasing problem, like it is in physicians, or uh, what do you think about about that? So I think burnout is. Uh at a pretty high level or our risk of being at a high level for nursing. I think that we have incredibly ill patients within the hospital, incredibly ill patients we see in our clinics, and that's kind of a heavy emotional toll on our staff. And so we have to address that uh, up front. We have to make sure that people have time to re-energize. We have to make sure that staff utilize their paid time off so they're not working too many hours. We have to address overtime. So departments that are exercising high amounts of overtime usage really need to analyze why that's happening. Are there more uh, FTEs that need to be created to address that overtime? Because that will wear on staff. Even if they enjoy the added income today, I think the long-term effect will hurt us. And so we really need to be mindful of that. So analyzing all of our personnel data, whether it's overtime, our worker, uh, our long shifts. Uh, We currently work a lot of 12-hour shifts. I think it's something that should be on our radar. Is that a safe amount of time to be working with high levels of stress? Are there other opportunities? It would mean changing our workflow, our work dynamic. But I think we need to question all of the status quo so we can be addressing our staff needs. Um, Can we provide exercise and relaxation, quiet rooms for our staff? Is is sleep on the off shift? uh, Is that something that we should be promoting? I think we just have to ask all, all those questions and revisit those on a frequent basis to make sure we're meeting our staff needs. I would say nothing is off the table. It's all fair to have discussion about it. The question is free. The answer might be more difficult. Yeah, sure. I think we're really close to wrapping up here, but I just wanted to give you an opportunity to, um, you know, if you had a, a student out there, student nurse, or um, someone who's thinking about nursing, what message would you send to him or her today to encourage them in their, in their journey, I guess? So I think nursing is one of the most rewarding professions uh, that are available to us, I think, to consider all of the opportunities within nursing, not just being a bedside nurse in a med surge unit. I think it's much beyond that. There is such great need. Advanced practice nursing is such a wonderful opportunity. We are so blessed to have such a deep plate of uh, advanced practice nurses here at Cook Children's uh, who are so valuable to our organization, not just for the patient care, but as an inspiration and role model to other nurses. Um, showing them a path that can move beyond basic preparatory nursing programs. Um, I think it is a world of need. Uh, we have great opportunity. It's such a wonderful profession. I would encourage people to come and experience it. If you're thinking about that, look for opportunities to shadow, shadow in a variety of roles because there might be a wonderful fit for you. So continue um, to consider nursing because we need right, fresh, uh, excited nurses in our future. Thank you so much for coming on and um, really appreciate just sort of your um, candidness about sort of the path that has gotten you to where you are today. And I I do challenge just anyone who's out there listening who is interested in nursing to find a leader in nursing like Cheryl or, you know, near to you that can mentor you and can encourage you along the way and can sort of be that, that sounding board that you can sort of bounce ideas off of. So I think we all need that in our careers so that we don't feel like we're out on a limb all by ourselves. So I think we definitely need to have you back on um, later. I'm sure that there will be topics that come up, so I hope you would at least entertain that because it's been a real joy talking with you today. Thank you so much for having me. You can find more episodes, or if you'd like to suggest a segment, go to checkupnewsroom.com slash pediatricleadership. leadership.